are you training too much? So this is for individuals who are sensing that they are beat up all the time and they're not progressing at the rate that they think they should for the amount of work that they're putting in. It is possible to train too much. So I remember starting out in CrossFit and doing multiple different training programs at the same time and training for 15 plus hours a week, doing a ton of assault bike, et cetera, eating a ton of sugar, uh, literally four Gatorades per day at one point, along with fruit snacks and, and other sugar sources, just to stay awake during my, uh, during my work. And so it is possible to train too much. And when I re remember that experience, I was, I started to get beat up. I started to have injuries that would linger. I had a high body fat percentage. My libido was really low and I wasn't progressing in performance in my top priorities. So I'm gonna go through a, sort of a checklist to that you can apply to yourself and see if possibly you are training too much. Okay, so the, the first point is that it is possible to train too much. Now, I know this can be something that in the hustle culture, hard work, you know, gospel is sort of countercultural because it's like, well, you know, it's really just mental and you just need to, you just need to suck it up, you know, especially in CrossFit or military law enforcement culture. And if you are, especially if you're military or law enforcement, even if you're CrossFit, you've probably experienced what it's like to train too much where you're just, you're not progressing, you're beating yourself up. And even if you have perfect support, perfect lifestyle, perfect hydration, perfect sun, perfect nutrition, etc., perfect sleep, there is a finite amount of stress that your body can positively adapt to. Uh, this go back, goes back to the hormetic zone or the concept of hormesis, which is just that there's a, it's not an infinite amount of stress. You know, we have circadian rhythms. We have these limitations on what the body can't overcome or what the body can't positively adapt to. Not that you can't survive it. Anyone who's done a tough military selection knows that you can survive a lot. Your body can like just kind of keep uh, trudging along at a really low level, even with really poor environmental factors, really poor support. But that's not what we mean by positively adapt to. By positively adapt to, we mean your perception of the difficulty of that task will be easier the next time you do it. And so, that's what we mean by positively adapt to. When you're doing a military selection or a law enforcement selection where you're beating the shit out of yourself in CrossFit day after day, you're not really positively adapting because shit just keeps feeling hard. And so that leads us into the first step in the checklist, which is check your performance. So this is step one. If you are, even if you're feeling kind of beat up, if your performance is improving, then that is a really good objective sign that you're not overtraining. It's just, you're doing it. Like it's hard. Maybe you have a deload coming up. That's how you want to feel at the end of each mesocycle. Like, oh, I'm ready for this deload to show up. But check your performance. So even at an advanced level, you should be improving in your top training priorities. So if your top training priority is, say it's the back squat, just as an example. If that's not improving at least like half a percent per mesocycle, then it's possible that one, you're trying to do too many different priorities at once, or two, that you're just overtraining. You're just doing too many other things at the same time. You need to keep the main thing, the main thing. And that's really a load management training program design piece.
Uh, if you're injured more than one minor niggle per macrocycle, that's a sign that something's off. So macrocycle would be three mesocycles, so three periods of three to six weeks, after which we are gonna take a couple of weeks of low and slow, uh, essentially like a, like a multiple week deload. And if you're dealing with more than one minor injury per macrocycle, that is also a sign that something is off. Okay, that is step one. You could, you could honestly just do that and probably have a pretty good idea of if you're managing your load properly because performance at the end of the day is the thing that matters if we're talking about athletics. If we're talking about vitality, it's, it's quite a bit different. But if we're talking about athletics, then performance is what we're after. And so even if you're subjectively feeling really run down or tired, if your performance is improving, then that's what we're after anyway. So uh, you may just need to relax a little bit of that judgment on what it means to feel tired or what it means to feel X as far as your sensory experience. Because if your performance is improving, that's a very objective sign that you're progressing as an athlete. That's that's the whole goal, right? So, uh, but you wanna move on to the next steps in this checklist if your performance has stalled or is even decreasing because these are other signs that you are training too much and you could be managing your load better. Okay, number two is check your lifestyle. So this is your sun, sleep, hydration, hygiene, and stress. So this goes into your environmental psychosocial factors and they're extremely powerful. They're extremely powerful and it, it is more than just your physiology. It's more than just motor units and energetics and muscle fibers and oxygen and blood moving and ventilation, like it's, it is your, this whole complex organism and your biology responds to environmental factors in really extreme ways, uh, more so than you might think. Okay, so when we talk about lifestyle, we're talking about support. So when you focus on support and you increase the amount that you're supporting yourself, you can take on more stress. And so similarly, if you're stressed out from uh, relationship or from your work responsibilities or from some other role that you have in life, then you're not going to be able to take on as much stress in your training. And so th those are the next things that we want to check. And a lot of my other videos talk and podcasts talk about sleep, sun, hydration, hygiene, lifestyle, etc. Number three is check your fuel, check your nutrition. And so this just means, you know, are you eating enough? And I don't mean, are you like eating enough by going to the China buffet and doing the all you can eat ice cream? I mean, are you eating enough white rice, basically? Are you eating enough carbohydrates? Are you eating enough fats to support your hormones? Are you eating enough protein to support lean body mass? And this is one thing that I have been talking about recently and it's increasing your food volume tolerance. So the first time you eat 600 grams of carbohydrates in a day is gonna feel, you're gonna feel bloated, you're gonna feel slow, you're gonna feel like bad mental acuity, you're gonna feel like you are just not functioning at a very high level versus the 300th time you eat 600 grams of carbohydrates in a day, you're gonna be like, it's gonna be a lot easier. You're gonna habituate to it the same way you would habituate to anything else. And so check your fuel and make sure that you're eating enough if you want more information on that, I did an episode uh, last week on fueling for the multidisciplinary athlete and how to increase your food volume tolerance and what low drag foods are, etc. 
Okay, number four is check your libido. So ideally, you have intercourse once every three to six days. If it's less frequent than that, then that is a vitality red flag. So we want libido, we want your blood biomarkers like testosterone, like free testosterone, like SHBG, to be in an optimal range when you are in training. So that when you go into intensification and pre-competition, you have some excess resources to give. If you are feeling constantly run down, like you have no libido, you have no sex drive, and you're not having intercourse once every three to six days, it's less frequent than that, then that is a vitality red flag. And it means that basically when it's time to intensify for the competition, you're not gonna have any more to give. You're already maxed out on your resources. So libido is one thing that I really like to draw athletes attention to when we're talking about vitality, especially in the off season building period. Number five is check your blood biomarkers. So this is just a little bit of a more objective way. Libido is totally fine. You don't have to get a blood test, but if you're just looking for that higher level of precision, then blood biomarkers are a great way to, it's basically like a vitality scan uh, so that you know where you stand during your training and building phases prior to going into competition. I don't recommend getting blood tests done before, like during the intensification phase, phase or during competition or immediately after competition because we expect the blood biomarkers to be low during that time anyway. Now, if you're doing like a very long train up, like you're a fighter and you, you, you know, someone like that who doesn't compete very often, then maybe you would want to get it done more frequently because you're, you spend so much time preparing for just one fight. However, if you're a CrossFit hybrid tactical athlete, military law enforcement, then you're really only going to be performing two to four times a year usually. And so you can expect your vitality and your blood biomarkers to be depleted when you are going into that performance, when you're going into that selection, when you're going into that competition and immediately following. But we want to make sure that, especially during training, that the, that the vitality is present. And so if you're going to get a blood test, I recommend starting out by getting one done during your off-season, during your training, during your building. That way you know that, okay, I have this baseline of vitality. I'm not burning the candle at both ends. So some things you're going to want to look for if you do decide to get your blood work done is your, if you're overtraining, if you're training too much, then it's very likely that your cortisol will be elevated and your testosterone will be lowered. Uh, you can also experience depletion in magnesium and vitamin D because those are things that when, when your vitality is depleted, we often see those depleted along with it. And so highly recommend a, a magnesium supplement in the evening at anywhere from two to 800 milligrams. 800 is, is quite high. Uh, 200 is the lower end to see any effect, uh, but generally that is the that is the dosage range. And then vitamin D, just make sure that you're getting out in the sun between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. during the day. Okay, so that is check your blood biomarkers. If you are training too much, you'll probably find that your testosterone will be low, your free testosterone will, will be low, and that accounts for the lowering in libido. So if you don't wanna get a blood test, then that libido is a totally viable way to assess your vitality during the off season. Uh, and your cortisol would also be elevated. Okay, number six is check your body composition. So this is where something like an in-body can be super useful. You can also just do it by the eye test in the mirror. And it is common to carry more body fat when you're highly stressed. 
So there are a lot of mechanisms that influence that, but we're keeping it simple. We're keeping it like, how do you diagnose whether you're training too much? Hyperleanness can also be a sign of low vitality, but I've seen the higher body fat with high stress a lot more than I've seen hyperleanness. Okay, so if you are carrying more body fat than you want to carry, so say you're a male and you're sitting, you know, high, like high teens, 20 plus percent body fat, that is an indicator that you could be training too much and you're not tolerating the stress well. Okay, so to review, are you training too much? So this is for individuals who feel beat up all the time or feel like they're not progressing at the rate they should for all the work that they're putting in. Yes, it is possible to train too much, even with perfect support, perfect rhythm, perfect lifestyle, etc. It is possible to train too much because of the principle of hormesis. There is a hormetic zone and you can, there, there are rhythms, there's circadian rhythm, etc. So there is a finite amount of stress that your body can positively adapt to. And by positively adapt to, we mean the next time you do it, it is easier. So you're actually habituating to the stress rather than just surviving the stress in which case the next time you do it, it feels just as hard, if not harder, and this is well-documented in stress literature, then you're not positively adapting to it. The whole goal of training is to positively adapt so that the next time you do that same, that same load, that same work, et cetera, it feels easier than the previous time you did it. That means you're positively adapting and you can handle more stress the next time. Okay, so this is the checklist. The first one is check your performance. So if, you, if nothing else, if your performance is improving, then you just need to adjust your expectations for how you're supposed to feel. Check your lifestyle next. So this is your sleep, sun, hydration, hygiene, stress, etc. And you wanna make sure that those things are in order. And I do, a lot of my content is about optimizing your lifestyle for performance as a multidisciplinary athlete. So, you know, have a look at the other episodes or Check me out on Instagram at Paul B. Weber, where I talk about that stuff all the time. Number three is check your fuel. So make sure that you're eating enough. And by eating enough, I mean low drag foods, etc. I did an episode on this last week, so go back and reference that one if you are curious as to whether or not you're eating enough or want to learn how to eat more and tolerate more food. Number four is check your libido. So this is intercourse every once every three to six days. If it's less frequent than that, then that is a vitality red flag is an indicator that your testosterone is probably depleted and your cortisol could be elevated as well. Number five, which is just a little more high resolution is check your blood biomarkers. So your cortisol will likely be high and your testosterone will likely be low if you're under training and over supported and not managing your load correctly. Number six is check your body composition. So if your body composition, if your body fat especially is elevated, then that is an indicator that you could be training too much and it's something to look at. Okay, okay guys, see you in the next one.